With 60 million customers daily, more than 40,000 locations in over 100 countries, and 1.9 million employees, McDonald's is one of the world's largest restaurant chains, and it is about to get even bigger. The fast food giant said it plans to open 1,900 new restaurants in 2023. Almost half of those locations will be in China. The growth potential in China is absolutely massive. There's definitely a massive opportunity for growth and really their key priority market for, uh, for store development. McDonald's got its start in China in the early 90s. Today, the chain has more than 4,500 restaurants in mainland China and Hong Kong, with considerable room for growth. China is still in a nascent level of growth. They have 4,000 stores. They are aiming to double that number, you know, within the next decade or two and add, uh, you know, tens of uh, dozens of stores on, on, on a monthly, if not yearly basis. But it has faced headwinds along the way, including lockdowns due to COVID-19, food safety issues, and competition from rivals whose menus may be more suited to the Chinese palate. In China, it's a little bit more of a difficult market. Culturally, you know, they don't eat as many hamburgers, so having a local franchisee helps in terms of determining what's on the menu, what's the best way to operate, you know, navigating some of the regulatory things and, and cultural things that make it so different from McDonald's in the U.S. Every business is under greater scrutiny than any time before. And, you know, social media allows that to happen, and also public expectations of how big companies behave are, are heightened, and, and that's fair enough. China is McDonald's second largest market by store count, behind the U.S. So how did the Illinois-based burger joint find success in a country known for its love of pork? McDonald's first restaurant opened in China in Shenzhen in 1990. But it wasn't until two years later when the chain moved into Beijing, opening what at the time was the world's largest McDonald's in the globe's most populous nation. The restaurant had 700 seats, 29 cash registers, and served 40,000 customers on opening day. The novelty and the newness was something that immediately gravitated a lot of consumer interest in China, and people in the early days queued up and lined up to partake in what was, in essence, you know, a slice of American culture, uh, albeit in, in a hamburger. And it was quickly expanding into other locations, too. In 1994, McDonald's opened its 20th restaurant 80 miles east of the capital, Beijing. In 2010, it announced plans to double its footprint to 2,000. Building out its supply chain and adapting to the Chinese market were key to its early success. Despite those investments, McDonald's was still playing catch-up with rivals. KFC, China's first Western fast food restaurant, opened in 1987. Pizza Hut launched in 1990. KFC had over 8,100 restaurants in China, compared with Pizza Hut that operated over 2,500 restaurants, and McDonald's China with 4,642 stores. The reason that Yum is larger, the reason that KFC is larger in China versus McDonald's is really twofold. The first is that Yum owned the distribution business in China, so it just allowed them to access smaller cities first and get that first mover advantage. And the second piece is that chicken as a part of KFC is just naturally more appealing in China, where, where chicken is larger protein than beef. As the company continued to grow out its operation, it faced other hurdles as well. In 2014, McDonald's, along with KFC parent Yum Brand, faced concern over food quality after a reporter secretly filmed workers picking up meat off the floor of a local supplier. McDonald's China business reported a decline in sales that year. One bad branch with a bad food supply, or just a CCTV expose showing a dirty kitchen, 
right? That can matter. The chain also faced rising competition from local rivals. China has about 2.6 million fast food restaurants. And they're actually competing against these noodle stands that will sell a, a hot bowl of noodles uh, for a fraction of what it costs for a McDonald's you know, meal. The fast food industry in China is worth $184 billion. Yeah, I think the big problem uh, for McDonald's is whether or not they were committed to using their own balance sheet to building out a market the size of China. Real estate costs and site acquisition costs in China uh, are considerably larger than they are in the United States. Embracing its franchise model with an eye towards slashing operating costs, McDonald's sold its China business for a little over $2 billion in 2017 to Chinese state-owned enterprise Citic and U.S. private equity firm Carlyle Group. As part of the agreement, the burger chain's partners would be responsible for providing capital for the business, including pricey real estate. And McDonald's would receive royalties based on sales, as well as fees for opening a new restaurant. McDonald's retained a 20% stake in the business, Citic owned 52%, and the Carlyle Group had a 28% stake. Certainly the long-term opportunity for growth in China was not something that was under review, but the fact that just the volatility of owning China and just uh, what, what the challenging planning that came around that was really the key reason why McDonald's chose to refranchise that market back in 2017. Having a state-owned entity as a partner really conveys a lot of benefits to McDonald's in terms of site allocation, but they know that they can't, they can't play the real estate game in China in the same way they can play it in the United States. McDonald's has more than 4,500 restaurants in China and Hong Kong, compared with over 13,000 in the U.S. Beyond the number of stores, one key difference between its U.S. operations versus its China business is the ability to own real estate. They are, in essence, a real estate company, and they're one of the largest holders of commercial real estate in the United States when you collectively add it all up. You can't do this in China because, again, there you can't own uh, land 100%. You're only entitled to the land if you purchase it for 100 years, and that reverts back to the government. McDonald's CEO Chris Kamchinsky on its most recent earnings call even said that, you know, while some might think that they sell burgers and fries, what they really sell is the business, the brand to franchisees because they're in charge of the, the rent. So they're effectively a landlord. But outside of the U.S., when they don't have the ability to hold on to that model, it really changes things and they become more like a traditional franchisor in that respect. Today, McDonald's China business makes up a small portion of revenue for the parent company. More than 38% of McDonald's revenue came from the U.S. in 2021, followed by Germany, the U.K., and France. The entire Asia-Pacific region made up just 10% of McDonald's revenue in 2021. McDonald's does not break out revenue for every country. I mean, part of the way we structure ourselves is we always have local management run the local countries, and I think that helps just localize us as a brand, because rather than just being seen as a dominant global behemoth, yeah, we just want to be the local McDonald's. We want to be the French McDonald's, or we want to be the Chinese McDonald's, or the U.S. McDonald's. The company structures its overseas business into two categories, an international operated market, which includes Australia, France, and Germany that it owns and operates, and an international developmental licensee market that includes China, where it licenses out its ability to own and operate stores. McDonald's same-store sales in its international developmental licensee market increased 16% in 2022 from the year prior, compared with the U.S. same-store sales that saw an uptick of just 5.9%. McDonald's stock price has continued to climb, reaching $266 per share in February 2023. 
With a population of 1.4 billion in about 100 urban areas with over a million people, the Chinese market is a massive opportunity for McDonald's owners. While Beijing, Shanghai, and Guangdong account for about 45% of fast food industry revenue in China, much of the rest of the country remains untapped. Most of their stores in what we call first tier cities along the eastern seaboard of China and the large industrial cities like Shanghai and Beijing and Guangzhou. But now they see opportunity in secondary and tertiary cities, which means there's a lot of runway for growth for McDonald's uh, ahead of them. But despite China's zero COVID policy that resulted in some temporary closures, McDonald's has continued to expand, opening over 700 new restaurants in China in 2022, an all-time high. The company also has plans to open an additional 900 stores in 2023. In other words, the burger giant is planning to open a new McDonald's in China about every 10 hours in 2023. And perhaps more importantly, it has leaned into digital delivery and adapted its menu. But the other thing that's most striking about the McDonald's in China is the amount of technology that resides in the store. So almost universally, when you go into a McDonald's, you don't step up to a line and wait to talk to the person at the register to place your order. You walk to a giant electronic kiosk and you enter all of your order electronically. Making adjustments to cater to the tastes of Chinese consumers in terms of the menu options uh, is, has been an important development, but also the manner in which they portray themselves through, uh, you know, through uh, either communications or advertising. In 2007, with a fleet of over 300 motorcycles, McDonald's launched its delivery service in Shanghai. Today, in China, delivery and digital payments, as in paying with your smartphone, are the norm. Almost 90% of transactions in China are digital, compared with about 25% in the U.S. McDonald's can actually learn things in the China market and, and then at some point, you know, uh, sort of have those things migrated back to the United States and serving the United States market. It's a very wise move strategically on the part of McDonald's to, to, to get complete digital integration, which also gives them a tre treasure trove of data. And it has an opportunity in China's burgeoning coffee market too, with plans to launch a thousand new McCafés across China by the end of 2023. McCafés operate both as standalone stores and within existing restaurants and offer fresh ground coffee from around the world, as well as hot snacks. Starbucks has over 6,000 stores and plans to reach 9,000 by 2025. Chinese coffee consumption in the traditionally tea-loving nation is only about nine cups a year, but growing. By contrast, in the U.S., more than half of 18 to 24-year-olds have had a cup of coffee in the past 24 hours. Uh, that they've had successful McCafe uh, operations in the United States and transporting that to China makes a lot of sense because uh, people will use their dining rooms as a place to socialize, you know, over a cup of coffee. Something that McDonald's pursues is given the high margin nature of coffee offerings, as well as the fact that these beverages do skew to breakfast, so you get more of a day part balance as well. Another advantage for McDonald's business in China versus its U.S. counterpart is the availability of a large pool of labor. The United States is very mature at this point, uh, highly saturated with competition. And so if there is a marketplace that still has opportunity uh, and also utilizing this sort of capital light model, and then China makes a lot of sense.